Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Disability Channel of Detroit. Uh, we're talking with Don Winterstein, the coach of the Motor City Wheels uh, basketball program. And of course, you touched on a great point just before the break, uh, Diane, and I'd like to touch on that again, that your team uh, is co-ed. So, you know, men and women can play together and get some really good camaraderie. I mean, have you noticed uh, a benefit in having both uh, male and female uh, competitors? It's wonderful to have girls that compete because we really haven't always had, um, you know, girls. Um, most of the time on my team, I've, I've had had girls. We've had at least, you know, one uh, girl on the, on the team. They girls bring a lot to the court. <laughs> they're they're very, um, you know. Uh, good with the boys it helps them to be more competitive and um, to really show their what their abilities are and um, they have a place you know girls can compete with the boys there's there's always they're always welcome we're always looking for kids we, okay. we are our team is open to have as many many kids on the team as possible um, we start with the, the young kids, and they're, um, again, you, as you said, they, they play at the eight-and-a-half-foot-high basket. They really um, are developing their skills. They're developing chair skills. They're developing how to work as a team. They, they have to, there's a lot that they have to, to learn. We practice with the big kids on the same court, and then so that the little kids can watch what the big kids do and gain gain some of the the knowledge of what they need to do on the court how to be competitive how to how to pass the ball how to catch the ball how to set a pick how to do defense um it's it's really a, a good thing and we find that the the younger kids tend tend to look up to the the older kids and we've had a couple of um of our our juniors and seniors who take the younger ones under their wing and they, if the kid is is getting a little off or not not listening or or whatever, where they'll they'll partner up with them and we'll try and 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 help them mentor. So oh, it's cool. the team is not only just for the competitive end of it, but it's also for um, helping develop some of the, as I call them, the building blocks of life, where you're you're not only winning and how to how to win gracefully and and how to lose gracefully and how to be able to um, develop some of the leadership skills that hopefully they'll take on into their lives and giving them some responsibilities of as they get to be juniors or seniors, I, I try to say, okay, you're now the leaders of the team. So your kids or younger kids are gonna follow your lead. So help them understand what their roles are and of course, with, with our team, academics is a big, big key to being on the team because mm -hmm. we want the kids to be good, not only on the court, but off the court. And if they're on the team, they're representing our team wherever they go. So if they're going to school, then you behave correctly in school and you do your homework and you get your stuff in on time. And so it's, it's, we really try to focus academically on, on keeping the grades up because that helps them get into the colleges once they graduate from high school. 
Oh, absolutely. I mean, great points you you touch on. I mean, the the emphasis of being a student athlete uh, versus you know just just the emphasis on athletics. And you know, you touched on it a little bit, but you know, the NWBA has many different resources for youth and up and coming athletes. So you touched on a little bit of them, but can you talk about some of them that you feel are important? I am on the national board with the NWBA as part of the junior division. I'm the second vice president of the junior division on our national level. And we find that there are opportunities for kids if they are, if they excel in their academics, they're rewarded for that. Every year at the conference level, like we're in the Midwest Conference, we have Midwest Conference awards. So the kids that have a 3.0 or higher grade point average, and we get it from kindergarten on up. I mean, we will we will recognize these kids that right. they want to achieve these 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 goals of having good good grades. Well, at the national level, we have the all academic awards and it's for fifth to ninth graders and then the high school kids and they're they're allowed to submit a um a, a video or some type of uh a project each year they're given a, a a guideline this year the the project was about how COVID has affected my life so mm. we had i think it was like 19 kids across this nation who submitted their projects. And now when we go to Wichita in another week, we will be recognizing them at the at the banquet or at the award ceremony, since we can't really do a banquet this year. But we have, you know, the resources for academics, which again, when you get that all academic award and you go out and, and uh, apply to college and you can say, hey, I received the NWBA all academic award, that kind of looks good on your on your uh, resume for school. Sure. The other aspect is is these kids, if they have excelled in sport itself, opens the doors for them to get into universities that that have the wheelchair basketball programs, also opportunities to move on to the Paralympic level where they're able to compete for the United States of America. So it's a it's a wonderful opportunity that that a lot of times parents aren't even aware that this stuff exists. But if the more we can educate people to let them know that we start here at the grassroots level with the Motor City Wheels or the Grand Rapids Pacers or the Michigan Wolverines, we start at our level with the kids and then they move up and move on to either Grand Rapids Pacers adult team or our own Detroit wheelchair pistons team down at, at uh, rim you know, rehab institute of michigan um actually our detroit uh, uh wheelchair pistons are heading uh, leaving on tuesday to head to wichita because they're going to compete uh, at the national tournament with the adults so oh my gosh <laughs> it's gonna be it's gonna be really good yeah well we'll cheer on our uh detroit wheelchair pistons as well go pistons for sure absolutely well, and so many, so many great resources you pointed out. And again, great things uh, for the youth. But then, of course, you know, you touched on, you know, how prevalent adaptive sport is becoming uh, at the college and university level. And I am with you, Diane. I only think that adaptive sport is going to become more prevalent and uh, 
I will be proud to see the day when pretty much hopefully every uh, university offers some sort of scholarship uh, for adaptive sport. But I wanted to talk about uh, this interesting event too that you're hosting. You're hosting the third annual junior wheelchair basketball team golf outing coming up. Uh, so do you mind sharing a bit about that event and why it's important? All right, we are having a wheelchair basketball golf outing at Cracklewood Golf Course on Sunday, July the 18th. And that's at two o'clock in the afternoon. So people could go to church in the morning, they could sleep in, whatever they do on Sunday mornings, but come on out at two o'clock and support the team. What this golf outing does is really helps to, to establish a fun basis for our team to, to work off of. Um, our team is a local team, but there's not any local teams around here for us to play. If we want to go play somebody, the closest is Grand Rapids, or we have to go to Cleveland, or we have to go down to Fort Wayne, Indiana. Those are our closest teams that we have. In saying that, Every single one of these competitions that we would go to entail money. It costs money for registration for each of the tournaments. It costs money to register for the NWBA when you register your team. Um, there's finances involved in helping the, the families pay for hotel rooms because usually it's you got to stay at least one night because it's usually a Friday or a Saturday to a Sunday type of a, a tournament. So this golf outing will help to start us off for this next se season um, with a with a money base, some some something to establish so that we can hopefully get uniforms for kids that need it. Because I I know that every single year we're going to get a few new kids. And the other important thing with our team is kids grow. <laughs> So what fit them last year or the year before when they were a size four to six or eight to 10 might not fit them next, next fall. So we're going to probably have to, to purchase some, some new uniforms. Uniform jerseys are like $75 a piece. So it's like things cost money as you, as you well know in sports, <laughs> things cost money. So this golf outing, really, really helps with people sponsoring a whole, putting a program ad in, just making a straight out donation. We are appreciative of any any kind of assistance. And of course, we like to see the golfers come out because that helps educate another whole group of people of what people with disabilities are capable of doing. And I talked with the golf course already and for the kids that come out, I, I asked all of our team to come and be there so the golfers know who they're supporting, number one. But the second thing is, is that the golf course is willing to take kids out in the, on their little, their little putting range area there in their little practice area. And they're going to show them how to play golf from a wheelchair. How do you, how do you swing a club? How do you, how do you hold the club? A lot of kids haven't had any experience doing that, and it, there's no reason why they can't learn. So that's awesome. Absolutely. Try to make it a learning experience for the people that participate, plus our kids, and a great fundraiser for us. 
Oh, absolutely. Sounds like an amazing, amazing event. Uh, very rewarding. And how cool that the uh, team members that do come, I can get a chance to, you know, learn how to golf uh, in a chair. Just amazing, amazing stuff. And of course, you know, I never played basketball, Diane, but, you know, I was a wrestler for many years. And I can tell you that being a former athlete myself, you know, sport is extremely rewarding. And, uh, you know, it's a community that not only uh, teaches you sportsmanship and confidence, but also teaches you how to work together uh, with a right. team. So, uh, yeah, I couldn't be uh, in more support of you guys. And of course, uh, you know, you talked about uh, how, how jerseys are expensive. But speaking of apparel, the NWBA also has new U.S. team apparel coming out. So, you know, and that's really neat, that campaign. But I wanted to know from you, you know, how are these athletes now, these Paralympians, gearing up for the Paralympic Games in Tokyo? And do you know, have they had challenges uh, training because of the pandemic? I think that I think that we've had uh, challenges across the board with folks through the year that have had had difficulty. A lot of people are doing a lot of individual training and that sort of thing. Currently, the men's and women's teams have been out in Colorado Springs and and trying out for the uh, men's and the women's team. And they just announced the men's team. I found out that two of our guys that had played for our our team back in the day, Michael uh, Pay and Matthew Scott. Uh, Matthew Scott, you've probably seen on Nike commercials and that sort of thing, because he's. But he was he started with our team way back when when he was a junior. Um, and then we have uh, the women's team that are their selection to go on this week too. And finally, they have been able to all get together and to, you know participate and train out there um, in Colorado Springs. A lot of that has been on their own. People have had to do things on their own and keeping in shape and that sort of thing. But they've been doing it because you got these are individuals who are diehard athletes. These are individuals that that want to um, uh, represent the United States in the most positive way and um, bring home the gold. So they're Absolutely. serious athletes. Absolutely. Well, with that, we're going to take a quick break, folks, and we'll be right back with Diane. <laughs> 